Your photography business name is one of the first things potential customers will see and one of the first things they will judge you on. And I think a good name can make your business seem more credible, more trustworthy, and like a business that's been around for a while, even if it's brand new. But brainstorming the perfect name can be tough. Where do you start? If you're having trouble coming up with a perfect name for your photography business, I've got some tips to help you out. So the real question is, how are portrait photographers like us able to run a profitable business and still put our families first without selling digital files for cheap and working all the time? I'm Sarah Petty, your host of the Worth Every Penny Joycast, and I went from a stressed out, overworked mama with three babies to being named one of America's most profitable photographers without working my kids' lives away. Each week, I'll show you how to find and serve boutique portrait photography clients in a world where we compete with free thanks to everyone having a digital camera in their pocket. Take the first step to adding more joy and profit to your life by downloading your free photography business tools at joyofmarketing.com forward slash podcast. Okay, so let me share steps to naming your photography business. Number one, I recommend starting with a brainstorming session. So you can get a group of people together, maybe some fellow photographers, some friends or some family members, and just, just turn on the faucet. We always say that. Turn on the faucet and it's going to come out rusty at first, but don't judge. Just everything. Just let it come out and just write, 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 write. Anything that comes to mind, write it down, no matter how silly it might seem. You never know where the best ideas will come from. And I want you to think about what sets you apart. What makes your photography business unique? Is there something about your personal style or your experience level or the fact that you offer special services like photo retouching or custom wall framing or airplane photography, right? Where you jump out of the airplane with people. Some of those things might lend themselves to a really cool name, but whatever it is, try to highlight that in your name so you can stand out from the competition and be memorable. Number two, keep it short and sweet. You want your photography business name to be easy to remember, easy to spell and easy to say out loud. That means you likely want to avoid anything that is too complicated or hard to pronounce. I don't know what I would have done had I started my photography business with my maiden name. It started with TJ and then had a ton of consonants all strung together. I don't know what the Norwegians were thinking, but they put a lot of consonants together and nobody could say it or spell it or pronounce it. So I started my photography business just a couple months after I got married. And so worked out nice that I married someone named Petty. I thought, okay, everybody can spell and say that, even though I sometimes get called Teddy or Betty, but it's all good. I know what people mean. <laughs> but I think sticking to something that is simple, that rolls off the tongue, so again, if you have a name that you don't like or you don't like the person you married who had that name, maybe it's your ex's name, you don't have to use it, okay? So stick to something that is simple that rolls off the tongue. 
I also really, as a boutique photographer, we want to command higher prices and we want to work with our clients really closely. And we're really boutique and everything about what we do is a higher quality. So I prefer avoiding cutesy names like camera spelled with a K or photo spelled F-O-T-O. For one, I think it makes you seem like a, a quick point and shoot type of business. But also, now that we have online marketing, it doesn't help in search. So if someone's looking for a photographer and you've spelled it with an F, it's not gonna recognize you, okay? So um, search is one part, but also it just, it does devalue what you're doing. With that being said, I don't recommend abbreviations either. I think abbreviations devalue what we do. You don't say Merry Xmas, do you, on your Christmas card? So I really prefer your business name, not use words like pics or snaps or clicks or photos. Write out photography. Write out those words like photography. Number three, make it personal to you. I really don't love the cliches like making memories photography or creative photography because anybody could say that. I'd rather you push for something more personal to you. I have a student who's been learning from me and with me since 2005 and she's now a coach in my peak performance coaching program and the name of her studio is Juki Photography and her name is Jill and I always thought her nickname was Juki Jill and after I got to know her back in like 2005 she explained no this was a guinea pig of my nieces <laughs> and and she just liked it so she named her studio Juki Photography so what a fun name that has a story so you can start it with your name or you can find maybe a nickname that your grandma used to call you or some endearing name that's made from your name. But when you do use your name, it positions you as an artist and people like working with the artist, don't they? We know Vincent Van Gogh's name. He didn't work at Creative Painting Studios. <laughs> All right, I'm making a little bit of a joke because you can have a name that's not your name. I just really want to push you to have it be custom. But if you do choose to use your name, it does position you as that artist. And what comes with that is you start to get known in your community. And so everywhere I go, people are like, oh, are you the photographer? So if that's gonna bother you, you might reconsider that. I would argue that it's only going to help you. When people recognize you, there comes um, increased value that goes with that. And so I think, hey, use what you can to get some local celebrity if that's what it brings because you can command higher prices when you're worth more and people see more value with you. If your name is hard to spell, hard to say, or has a meaning you don't like, you don't have to use it. And again, it can be that nickname, that family name. I, I sometimes see people naming it after their first child and I would caution you against that. How would you feel if you were the second child and your parents named their business after the first child and it blew up? to be a franchise like Wendy's. <laughs> and then Wendy is famous, and I don't know if Wendy from the hamburger shop has siblings, but I think that would be kind of sad if, if the business is named after just one child. The other thing that happens with that situation is if you name it Lulu after your child Lulu, they call and they think you're Lulu. 
So if you do name it after another person or your grandma or a nickname, make sure that you tell that story in your communication. So you just have to do a little more education, but it can still work. And if your name is something very common, like Julie Smith or John Jones, you might consider a different name or adding a middle name or something that sets you apart a little bit. And there aren't so many of them when people go looking for you. On a little side note, you might be saying, but Sarah, what if I grow my business really big and I hire other photographers to photograph for me? Well, that happened to me. And over the years, I've had two different photographers working for me as photographers and nobody had a problem that they aren't getting me. They know that if they're getting one of my photographers under the Sarah Petty Photography brand, that I've personally trained them and that they're getting a certain quality. So it's how we position ourselves and how we brand ourselves. If you do expand, people will know that the quality of the people working for you is the same. Number four, you can have a theme based on a story. I have a student in my coaching program named Hildy and she has a business called Crane Song Photography. And it's special to her because cranes mate for life. And so just like photographers, right? We want people selecting us for life and people marry for life and they have children for life. And she really is celebrating all that's cool about cranes. So she uses origami cranes on everything she does. And I share this with you not to take that idea, but to use it as inspiration to find your own interesting thing that means something to you. You could also use a juxtaposition, and I really love this because there won't be that many people doing it. I had another student named Amy who created a business called Pink Pineapple. And that's pretty cool because you don't see a pink pineapple. So you can combine two different words that create a really cool visual and then you have a graphic element for your packaging and for all of the things that you do, maybe even the branding that goes on your artwork could be that small pineapple. And so it makes people really connect with you and it's memorable versus creative photography. And along with it, if you have a story of why you picked it, that's even cooler. We have a company in my city called Ergadu and the parents named it after the first words that their child said was Ergadu. <laughs> and they named their, their educational company after it. What they sell is supplies for teachers. So the, the things that teachers can use to decorate their classrooms and all the learning things that go with teachers. So it was such an appropriate name. It's memorable. No one else has it. And it's part of their story. So figure out something in your story that can be a cool name for your business. Then fifth, once you have those ideas, do some research. So before settling on a name, make sure to do some searching online and on social media to see if anyone's using it or something similar that's gonna create confusion or conflict. You don't wanna pick the perfect name and print everything and, and build your website and get everything going only to find out later that someone else has already staked a claim and is using it. And especially consider what if they're doing like nudie photos that are inappropriate, right? That could happen and oh my gosh, as a photographer, you can't risk letting that happen. So really do your homework. And I think it's important to see if the website domain name is available. And I don't want you to abbreviate. So if my business name is Sarah Petty Photography, 
I want Sarah Petty Photography, either .com, and now most .coms are taken, so you might have to pick something else, maybe .biz, or if you're in a different company, but I'm not gonna do spettyphoto.com. I'm gonna use what the name of my business is, and I see so many disconnects by photographers who are not using that consistency. I see that disconnect with so many photographers. It creates confusion with people when you don't use the same name over and over and over again. And if you're an advanced photographer and you're realizing you've been doing some of these things, it's time to fix it. I also recommend not boxing yourself into a name that you can't grow with later. For example, Chubby Cheeks Photography, right? Might be a name that you pick if you love photographing newborn babies and you love celebrating those little chubby cheeks. But consider as those babies grow up into young humans and kiddos, and maybe they want to come to you for high school senior portraits, which is what happened for me and I never saw it coming, they're likely not going to be excited to come to Chubby Cheeks Photography. <laughs> so really think about it. Even if you think you might never do that, you might do that. And so just like what happened with me, my business kind of grew up with me and I started adding additional services. And luckily I had chosen Sarah Petty Photography so we could customize the branding and the packaging a little bit for the seniors, but the name was consistent and really timeless. Step six, get feedback from others. So once you've come up with a few possible names, Run them by family and friends and other trusted advisors to get opinions on which ones they like best. Hopefully they'll be helping you market and promote your business. So starting to build those relationships now is important and their input is invaluable. Number seven, be willing to change course if necessary. If after doing all of this work and soul searching, you still can't seem to settle on a single name, it's okay to change course and try something else entirely. And if you do pick a name and later you realize you have to pivot, it's okay. Just get rid of every version of the past name that you've had and do a complete relaunch of your business. Like I said earlier, it's how we position and brand ourselves. People know that anyone working for me has been trained by me and has the same quality. Everything that leaves my business has to have that quality. And the most important thing is that you end up with a name that you are happy with and that serves your business well. Look, naming your photography business can feel like a daunting task, but it doesn't have to be. By following these simple tips, you'll be well on your way to coming up with a catchy, creative name that perfectly represents your business and its mission. I hope these tips were helpful because I was a marketing director at an ad agency. So when I started my business, it really had a huge impact for me. And then now the thousands of photographers that we've taught this model to. And hey, if you're just getting started and you want feedback from a supportive group of boutique photographers, join our free Facebook group. We are portrait photographers who want more income and to put family first. It's not an ordinary online free group. It's so much different and so much better. So come and check us out. And whether you're brand new or you're stuck in your business, if you're not sure where to go next, I invite you to book a complimentary call, so no charge, with one of my strategy coaches to see how we can help you. 
Look, nobody was doing this for me when I was brand new and it would have helped accelerate my growth so quickly. Go to joyofmarketing.com forward slash book a call. Do it right now, pull your car over, pause, open a browser, get on my team's calendar because those slots fill up quickly. And hey, thanks for watching and subscribing to this channel. If you haven't subscribed, go right here to do it so that you can get more content to keep growing your photography business the right way. And if you love today's video, click here to get more actionable steps. Thanks for watching, friend, and I'll see you in the next video. Hey, photographer. I've been dying to share some pretty big news with you, and now I finally can. The only three-day event in the world for boutique photographers is back this coming February 28th, March 1st, and 2nd of 2023. It's three whole days of nothing you've ever experienced. Connection, learning, growing, and renewing your passion for your boutique photography business. And the best part? Go Boutique Live is happening online. So no plane ticket or hotel costs, no travel hassles, just you and me and a killer lineup of incredible speakers pouring into you and your business for three whole days. We will be interacting live, chatting, answering your questions and immersing you in all things boutique. Not to mention you get a big box of really cool boutique photographer swag too. Tickets are on sale now, but there are a very limited number of tickets available for the 2023 event. So grab your ticket now at goboutiquelive.com. That's goboutiquelive.com. And I can't wait to see you there.